0: I treat stand up like an angel scene. Like, I don't eat for like 12 (laughs) (laughs) hours. The
1: comedian got an argument with the guy in the audience.
0: Right before I get on stage. Yeah, right before he gets on stage. First time performing in front of my girlfriend
2: and Chris Delia.
1: Yes, yes. What's the The worst? The worst I
0: bombed was in Phoenix. I, for whatever reason, opened with some Trump joke and Um, it got nothing. You're
1: like,
2: Trump?
0: No, I I switched it up. I was like, I love Trump. Don't clip that. But. (laughs) It's I'm, like me and my father. No talk. Oh, <laughs> I'm no, we're on good terms. Dude, good... shut up. You're rooting we're, it. You're all the, the good jokes. You had that guy rolling
2: when we got here. Yeah, well, that's the behind the scenes. Here's dude. Jessica with your beverages. Dude, that is so much liquids. Yep. <laughs> Are we on? Are we in? We're about to. <laughs> Are, is no. this one rolling? Get it going now. It. Is this one rolling now? <laughs> What's up guys, welcome back I am very excited about this episode I am here with Trevor Wallace Now listen, I have seen this man Perform live, so right off the rip I know you know him from his skits But if you do not know this man From his stand-up comedy, you are Losing, this guy has so much Energy, will take control of the crowd Work in his jokes like A little master, actually I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna actually admit something to you When I met you at the Laugh Factory, I was super nervous Really, why? It's Because I knew that I'm coming from the social media realm so uh, And be- I'm
0: hotter in person I Just get it. way hotter <laughs> so, so you're coming from the social media realm And I right?
2: saw you and you were just like killing it And you're the guy that's on social media, you're doing stand-up And you're, and you're conquering both worlds perfectly. Thanks so I, man. I just didn't want to feel like I was like kind of intruding or just bothering so like I was very high and by bi- and then I realized later I was like man that kind of came off rude probably. Not at all.
0: Okay, cool. You so were man. nervous. I was like it's fucking pussy over here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like that guy's no, rude.
0: no. No, dude, I mean like um I I I think I've been doing both for so long that you only know somebody from what they come across you as. Like yeah. most people know me as internet because it's easier to come across a viral video. Than it is to be like oh I saw you in Ventura doing a show for thirty people ten years ago you know <laughs> yeah yeah so those moments like I don't take any offense to that but but I do feel like it's like this like fun little um, I don't even know like uh, other side of me and people like do watch me go up and do stand up and I'm not saying it, I'm this incredible stand up but I am saying this like oh people are like oh okay. Oh, oh this shit. All right. He, he takes this very seriously. Like he, he does this very so. seriously. Yeah, yeah. You,
2: Okay, and this is gonna come off like might sound disrespectful But do, are you on drugs when you're on stage? Or are you just like you just have this energy to you? That's like
0: um, No, but I uh, it's probably the thing I do is probably worse for my body than drugs I don't eat before like I treat stand up like an anal scene like I don't eat for like 12 <laughs> hours no, 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 I see I, Not that I've ever Don't know I I, I have friends that do Adult entertainment (laughs) Speaking of the valley But I (laughs) But like I would rather drink a Celsius On an empty stomach And then go up So you just take caffeine No food No nothing No because food Like I've been on stage Where like I I remember uh, Like you You feel these moments You'll never do it again I was in San Diego My friend's dad Owned a barbecue place He's like come by Get some barbecue And like It's You can like taste brisket When you're talking Like telling jokes And you're like this crowd is just staring at you like you're some slob up there. Like you can <laughs> smell the musky. So you just on feel you.
1: like you just feel heavy and gross.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. And then like you like,
2: performed at like twelve at night, bro. That was pretty late at night.
0: Oh yeah, dude. So you just but wait. Br- it whole doesn't day? leave, dude. It, it lingers. Barbecue lingers. <laughs>
1: That's <is> so <laughs> I <don't>, funny. <laughs> I
0: don't know what it is. It's just like it's like heavy food. So now I just like I won't drink. Uh, usually I just have black coffee because carbonation can even like. Like last second, if I have like a Red Bull, it, you'll have like a little burp.
1: Yeah, it's super burp when you talk. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly.
0: Because it's like coming back up. And then like, yeah, this audience just drove three hours listening to you burp in a mic. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's not. <laughs> so I try to keep it pretty just uh, iced coffee like that. But, but to answer your uh, question, a lot of drugs. Yeah, a lot of drugs. <laughs> no, I, it's, it's just all, um, I mean, as corny as this is, I think I get the most rush from the live entertainment. Yeah. The it's laughter, something else. It's something else. And yeah, I actually. It locks I'm- you in.
2: I'm actually glad that uh I finally got to sit with somebody who does social media and does stand up because it's hard to explain to people, but I would rather pick a room of two hundred people mm-hmm. and be in the moment with them of course than have a video that goes viral and I'm just reading comments because the energy that you get when people get dressed to come and laugh and like everybody in the room is on the same page of yeah. trying to have fun and
0: like well it's alive it's it- the dopamine hit is immediate mm-hmm. you tell a joke and within milliseconds you. Either get a response you love or hate. But with social media, it's this weird. I mean, you guys know it's it's, yeah. it's like this like slow like refresh dopamine. But like no number, it's like money. No number will make you like. I remember the first time a video got a million views, I was like, "Fuck yeah!" And I told one of my friends who also did social media, I was like, "Now what?" And he's like, "You just keep going." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? And, you're like, and, you, and like so, there's no number versus a new joke that lands at a in a yeah. crowd. That feeling is like the best feeling in the world. Um, but but no number, you're gonna be like, no, woo, you know? Yeah. Like I, I don't know. I like Mr. Beast looks at a, a video that has like 100 million, and he goes, ah, pretty light day today. <laughs> <laughs> Time to go solve world hunger. You know, like yeah. I, no, no. So the live response is is really what I think. Um, people always ask me whether I like stand up or sketches better, and it's like I like the creating of videos better, and like seeing it come together from start to finish. But I love the feeling of stand up the most.
1: Do
2: you know who Andrea Broccelli is?
0: Yeah.
1: Andrea Bocelli. So, for those of you guys that don't
2: know who he is, uh, in the movie Step Brothers, uh, Will (laughs) Ferrell plays. This is not how you
1: are.
0: Uh, (laughs) uh, Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: What? This this is how I know him? Is this
0: the end scene?
2: Yeah, where he sings that oh, loo, loo. I don't even yeah, yeah, know yeah. the lyrics to it, to be honest. But he sings an opera song or like a very classical song mm-hmm. and he breaks the... Uh, it's the very ending of the movie and it's a really good
0: movie, so you should watch it.
2: Anyways, I'm so sorry. I took a really long way to but, get there. But the
0: the, the, <laughs> the reason why I <laughs> brought this But he also song, does stand-up and social media. Yes, yeah.
2: exactly. So when I was watching him, I was, no, he performed at the Hollywood Bowl, bro. And there was... 18,000 people sitting Yeah, here. that's crazy. And I'm I'm looking at this sea Pretty of people. And <laughs> <laughs> okay, but this is what I'm bringing up, and I told I told this to Bell. I go, bro, 18,000 people in a stadium versus, like, if you see it in an IG story.
0: It's different.
1: Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That
2: it's, is true. It's different. So, like... We look at our, if we if any of our videos did that number, we would probably dude, be like, oh, man. Like,
0: I remember I was just telling this. I was with a few people at the Laugh Factory last night. Joe Coy, big name drop. Uh, but <laughs> he was telling me that he's like, what, the theaters he's doing this weekend. I'm not going to plug his dates. He sells enough tickets. See me live. but But he said something, some arena had 13,000 in it. And I was mm-hmm. like, dude, I remember. So I was on Vine for like a minute. I didn't have anything hit. But I remember I had 13,000 followers. And I remember I was sitting in the SAP arena in San Jose. I went to San Jose State up there and I Googled the po- like not population, but like capacity. Mm-hmm. And it was 13,000. I looked around, that was the first time I was like, yo, that many people followed in it, like blew yeah. my mind, 13,000. Now, if I, if I posted a video that had 13,000, I would probably take my own life. Yeah, kill yourself. On the 405, yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, all jokes aside. But like, but that's an insane number. But for whatever reason, I always think that if you posted a video and it gets a million views, and you looked out your window and there's a million people, be like, nice. Then you'd understand. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That, That's the only time you'd understand what it feels like to have that many views. Other than that, it's just a number.
2: Yeah, I, I 100% agree with you. And so, like this whole this whole thing was cool to watch. His demographic, his demographic was so wild. It was like adults, a bunch of Persians, a bunch of Persians. I've never mm-hmm. seen so many Persians. in it, it felt like a convention. And nice. then uh, some Italian people. And then kids what was the parking lot age? looking
0: like? Uh, How many BMWs? A lot of BMWs. Yeah.
2: A lot of BMWs. A lot
0: of red interior. There uh, we go. I almost had a BMW with red interior. It was between that and then... Uh, a Tesla. A, uh, Well, yeah, I have a Tesla now. You do have a Tesla. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. He looks like a guy who drives a <laughs> Tesla. Of course. Of course. Are you kidding me? Hands free so I can just swipe on TikTok? Dude, I'll never forget the first <laughs> time Like, I uh, drove past... Like This dude was like, in a construction truck, and I was like on my phone while the car was like driving itself. Flex. I have the free package. Don't. I'm not I'm not... I'm not loaded, but this guy, this, but this guy who is in a construction it looks it like triple takes because I'm just not staring at the wheel, not even paying
1: attention,
0: and I'm just scrolling Venmo transactions. He's like, "What the fuck is going on over here?" But yeah, I almost got the red right interior, but I was like, my first, yeah, 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 yeah. Now I have white interior, much better. But I was thinking about like, imagine I don't drink a lot, but I was like. My first thought was like, imagine, that's the biggest TV I've ever seen in the world. But imagine, <laughs> imagine, get a shot of the TV. But imagine being, yeah. g- imagine being hung over and seeing Red Interior. Like, wh- what are we in Amsterdam? I do not want to see this this, this early. <laughs> I, <laughs> Did you get the TV? That is the, how big is that TV? I think it's 100. What the f- 80.
2: Yeah. No, it's not. 80? It's definitely 80. It's 89. You round that up. Bro, you 100. have to
0: get a U-Haul to get that thing home.
2: No, that's actually hundred. I'm not kidding.
1: How did you get that home?
2: <laughs> no, I don't know why they're saying it's not hundred. I bought it. I it's hundred.
0: I think it's 99. I got it from Costco. Oh, that's a big Costco. Everything's in bulk at Costco. Yeah, dude. Is a remote <laughs> this big? Just an <laughs> iPad.
2: Yeah. Dude, I love I that, love that. Actually... None of you guys were with me when I bought it. They both looked me dead in my eyes and go, No, it's not. It's 80.
1: Oh, yeah. what the fuck? You remember you come... yeah.
0: Oh, dude, your camera guy was doing this with it, trying to measure with his eye and shit. Well, now I'm going to go by 100 so I can.
1: (laughs) We don't have room.
0: Let's take it back a little bit. Take it back now, y'all.
2: I want to (laughs) know. Don't hop
0: this time. (laughs) Where
2: where did you come from? And then also when. My dad.
0: (laughs) I love the valley because you can just hear guys with small dicks flying by. (laughs) (laughs) I see my father right there. (laughs) Where did I come from? Do you have a relationship with your dad? Yeah, we're great. He's like the nicest guy. (laughs) He's the nicest guy. But like that's the thing. Like my family's so wholesome. Like my dad is retired. He like lives vicariously through me. He's the nicest man in the world. He's great. Uh-huh. He'll like text me and be like, Hey, your this link for your ticket sale was wrong. You gotta put this and that. He's the nicest guy in the world. But like nobody wants to hear that. Yeah. You know, it's funny if I'm like, Yeah, my dad used to hit me and they're like, <laughs> Yeah, you used to hit me with fucking hugs, my dude. Dad,
2: my dad hit me. Really? But he loved me so much. But my dad didn't hit me too much. He just set standards so I could remember the last hit, and then I'm like, I don't want that. Right. You know exactly. what I mean? Set muscle memory. Yep. Literally,
0: muscle memory, dude. <laughs>
2: um,
0: so wait, where are you from? You're from LA? Kind of. I, I was born in Illinois for like two years, and then grew up in Chi-Town. really? really? Yeah. Naperville. Uh, Skokie? Skokie. Skokie, I love how you look to somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Skokie, yeah. Um,
1: I just said like different names, like yeah, Illinois, yeah. Skokie. Oh, dude!
0: I mean, whenever I hear anybody say anything about Illinois, I'm just like, fuck Naperville. I was there for two years, but grew up all in uh, Southern California, like Ventura County. When would you move away from Illinois too? I was like, yeah, I was four. I got to get away from this family, dude. Yeah, packed yeah. up, dude. It's
1: my time. Yeah, I'm
0: done here, dude. If we're done breastfeeding. Get me out of here, bro. <laughs> Uh, yeah, then I grew up in Ventura County, so like an hour from here, hour from L.A. So what I've made you been. get into comedy? I don't know. I just like always loved it. Like I I i don't even know. I just only ever watched comedy movies growing up. Just like Adam Sandler, Jim Carrey, Robin Williams. I was that's, that's like all I cared about. And like my friends would be watching like you know, football movies. And I was like, oh, this does nothing for me. Yeah. Did you know. play any sports? Tried. I, if, can I guess what kind of sport? Please. Lacrosse. No but thank you uh, I can
1: see that I can see that uh, Oh oh Water polo No uh, That's
0: buddy, a very yeah, thank specific you. Thank you, like, you these, these are great I, yeah, hold on, hold on. I thought you were going to be like Quidditch or some dumb <laughs> shit <laughs> uh,
2: Mini golf di- Disc di- Something with a disc See this is the part where Frisbee, it gets, frisbee. This is
0: when it starts <laughs> to get disrespectful <laughs> You know Because you're just getting, getting Wider and wider sports I mean, I played the OG sports. I just wasn't good at it. Like basketball, soccer, football. Pretty sure I scored on my own goal once.
2: I was actually, I'm really good at basketball, but like. Really? Very good at basketball.
0: Like 2K or real life? Real life. Okay. What's two, I don't
2: what's play 2K. 2K is a uh, video game. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. sorry. I, yeah. No, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't have
0: a TV or anything for it. <laughs>
2: Hello guys, I'm George. And I'm Albert. That's my cousin Albert. Uh, we just did a, a, a podcast together and I, I truly wanted to put this on YouTube, but then was kindly reminded by everybody on my team that I could absolutely not go <laughs> on YouTube. So if you guys want to watch an episode where I uh, I dive into my past with Albert, do you, uh, please go to my Patreon. And also do me a favor, um, don't share this with anybody, <laughs> <laughs> okay? Don't- well, tell them to look at it on Patreon
1: yeah wa- watch to- it on patreon yeah
2: honestly dude if you're not a patreon goer just sign up to watch this episode and then just unsign up because i think it's gonna be good enough for it but i thought it uh, was pretty funny i thought it was pretty funny too and enjoy it i just legally can't put it out there okay guys i'll catch you later bye-bye uh, do you want to tell people why you're wearing glasses or now is this an ad is this an ad read
0: yeah
1: no no i've <laughs> i've had really bad it's hay more fever like
0: hay fever <laughs>
1: it's, well i have really bad allergies, so i've
0: wait what is hay fever
1: Um, it's when you get really bad seasonal allergies from pollen it turns into hay fever and this all started in Arizona so it's been about two weeks usually like I have some I mean I grew up like having like allergies to like dust mites and I used to have asthma things like that so I guess I'm sensitive to those things but usually during the seasons I'm okay and I don't know this year in Arizona it hit me so bad I woke up and my eyes are just swollen and red like they're just like Completely red no, and no, babe, 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 babe. Oh,
0: I'm so sorry about yeah, Let's get her some sunglasses This is getting disrespectful <laughs> I thought she was high over here like, Who's high and drinking a <laughs> Celsius like- what, Are you trying to level out Just be a normal human Is this show sponsored by Celsius it is, I it was going to say there's a lot of product <laughs> placement I was like why do I have a can and a mason jar Well,
2: yeah, uh, Jessica what the hell Is the reason for that what? Why did you take it out the can Optics You can't fire family.
0: Yeah. Can't. can't. Well, well,
2: you can Well, you can. My mom and dad. You just got to go to let the let court
1: of
0: law
2: mm-hmm. to do it. My <laughs> mom and dad's like, if she goes, you go. I go, What? where am I going to go to death? You don't. Damn. You so don't live.
1: But, but, anyways, I'm not a diva. I just. <laughs> my eyes are raw. So that's no, why I'm wearing No, I, 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 I glasses. didn't think you were a diva at all. And it's, it comes with a nice neck rash, you know. So I'm trying to heal it.
0: Hay fever. Oh, yeah. You know, it's a thing.
2: You ever go to Arizona?
1: It's been pretty
0: dark. Yeah, I love Arizona. I'm doing shows out there. Tempe. Tempe, uh. Tempe Improv, July sixth through eighth. It's gonna be awesome.
2: I'd love to come. Oh wow!
0: Please, are you wait? Where we you live s- there. You what? You live there, but here we mm-hmm. go back and forth. What the fuck? Shout out Celsius. Yeah, yeah there you go. But like everyone, <laughs> usually people like bi-coastal, like LA to New York. We're like LA to Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's a twenty-seven minute flight. Yeah, we're bi-statal, you know. <laughs>
2: uh it's, <laughs> it, it's uh i love living next to my mom and dad i'm like a super family oriented person okay. here or there there oh yeah nice yeah. i come okay. here i work a little bit and then i leave i spend time with my family
0: do a lot of work out there too you are a good man thank you man both of you not good man good woman i'm a good man too good man <laughs> you got hay fever you got family yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's great you know no one of you your fish is dead in the corner yeah, yeah, he's sleeping, sleeping. He
2: just sleeps on the ground, bro. That
0: was a beta fish. Usually, beta fish are ready to swing. That dude is tired. <laughs> <laughs> that dude has been listening to the call map. Not a plug. He is tired.
2: Um, but, but I'm so sorry. I feel like you're good at podcast. You just made it all about us.
0: Well, but I want to redirect I, I, this back dude, to you. I don't want to talk about myself for an hour. That's bo- I want to just have conversations. You know, okay, it's I like a, that. I, but I want that. both. But but you know, if you ask questions, I'm gonna ask questions back because I don't want to just be like this is about me. You yeah, know, yeah. fair enough. It is. I got one question. (laughs) Please, 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 please. yeah, it's just a conversation.
2: Are you are you in a relationship at all?
0: Uh, I was for a little bit during a little bit, couple years, uh, but I'm not right now.
2: And how how do you feel? Like, do do you like being
0: single in this industry, or do you? I think it's a grass is always greener thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I uh, I do miss a lot of elements of the relationship, but it is also nice when you're like, you know, you're leaving the laugh factory at 2 a.m. and you're like, I didn't check in with anybody. Like, I'm just kind of like, I'm only just work focusing on what i need to do in that moment whether it's that day or whatever it was but you know it's like I, I i always say like during the work week i don't really think about it i'm just like i literally wake up work and just that until day video stuff writing night you stand up and then it's like it, it doesn't hit you until like saturday at 2 p.m when you're like what am i what I got nobody with me. Yeah, I got nobody to go to the farmer's market with, <laughs> you know, so it's like moments like that where it's like you can work all your life. But there is like it's inevitable that you're going to like miss that companionship at points that all like get to the cracks, you know, yeah,
2: yeah. how old are you? 30. Oh, same. When's your yeah. birthday?
0: December 30th. Ah,
1: January 3rd.
0: So we're pretty. Are you Capricorn? Capricorn. Dude, I knew you were cute. Yeah. Oh, thank you, dude. When <laughs> <laughs> was yours?
1: Uh, um, I'm 24 and my birthday is July 31st.
0: Sagittarius
1: i'm a leo
0: i was just guessing <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <Sedentary>. <laughs> i would have judged you more if you got it right than right you. right right. yeah so i don't know i'm trying to figure it out i'm still in good uh faith with my ex like there's no beef like we're like her brother is my editor and like videographer <laughs>
1: oh really so,
0: yeah messy breakup but Aww. no no but only because he is my videographer and editor i see him like daily right,
1: right so right. was like,
0: he ever like Hey, bro, like did you did he ever get in between there? Or did no, you guys ever talk nev- about no. it? it that and, and and I think that's why our work relationship was so beneficial. It's just like we we get together. We work with like just best friends. We just work together. Mm. The first like two weeks after the break was like a little weird because yeah, I was like pitching course. ideas to him. I was like, what about your newly single friend? He's like, okay. Yeah. And I'm just like, just all these ideas. Heartbreak be like. And then he's like, yeah, man, where did you get this inspiration for? But um. No, I don't know. I don't, I'm just trying to figure it out. I, you know, I go on some dates here and there, but
1: well, it's really cool. You guys were able to keep things cool, and you're still yeah. able to work with him. And you yeah, know she, what I mean? she's
0: great. Like I, I wish I had like beef with her. I don't. She's like she's a great human.
1: Yeah, dude, talking about beef. Can I just have you watched the show Beef? Great. I haven't.
0: I have not. Is it good?
1: It is so good, and. The lead in it Great is cast. the comedian. Her name is Ellie. Wong.
0: Yes, she's awesome.
1: She's phenomenal. I think she's absolutely. Is she the pregnant uh pregnant stand-up? Yeah, she's always yeah, pregnant yeah, yeah, yeah. when she does her stand-up specials. Is she actually pregnant? No. <laughs> well, at the time <laughs> when she was. Hollywood secrets.
0: <laughs> yeah, fake. yeah, she was. Yeah. No, I didn't. I didn't know if it was like a bit. I didn't watch it. So. That is crazy. You like have to like like the special is gonna be locked in for that day. You yeah, know? it must You're have like, just I have fallen. have a small window. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but no, she's so she is so talented and she's hilarious and the show is i just think the show is absolutely brilliant like it's funny without trying to be funny it's telling a yeah. story she's just
0: real yeah she's great she's, she's, she's really she's good a, there's a comedy club that i go to on monday some it's not a comedy club it's a bar in remote oh, manhattan beach one of the beaches what but, is it called oh, ponchos
2: i i think i do oh there. Yeah.
0: yeah 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 but she yeah. ali goes there just unannounced a lot of random times
1: I'm gonna start going there just unannounced Then I wanna see her.
0: <laughs> but I saw her go and and it's great because it's like it's a very loyal fan base that goes to this bar. It's like they're just the regulars. So she's she's been going there before she even popped or like blew up. And I hope this doesn't like out her or whatever, but she works out a bunch of material there. And I saw oh, her yeah? like right after her divorce going up. And it was like the realest stuff, and it was funny, but it was just so real and raw. And in that moment, they like it was so funny but it wasn't like a like a joke structure like a setup and then a punchline it was just like yeah, i forget what but what it was she was talking about like we, we can't go to we can't date if you like want if if you have to check the price on the eggs benedict like she was just like pretty much just, like yelling about the whole relationship and random things but i'm butchering it all but um so funny uh, yeah. But it, but yeah, it was just cool to see her in like a room with like 30 people. Yeah. Who, who do you look up to
2: in the space? Like, who, who do you like try to marry? Like, you know, you mentioned Joe Coy. Joe Coy is the one who kind of like mentored me in the beginning.
0: Yeah. I. Um, who do I look up to? <clears throat> I, I think there's, a, I mean, I love like guys like uh, Tim Dillon is so funny. Theo Vaughn, uh, mm-hmm. you know, those Chappelle. I remember watching Chappelle's early stuff, like Killing Him Softly. And I believe it's called For What It's Worth. I know, I, don't don't come at me. I'm not good with my brain, but <laughs> I remember watching. My I remember watching those thirty minute specials and being like, "Holy shit, this is just so packed." And there's just he just covers so much in thirty minutes. It's like unreal. Um, just a lot of guys like that really, really looked up to. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Um.
2: Okay. So, do you
0: have any type of you? So you
2: brought up Ali Wan. She comes on stage after her divorce. There's a lot of uh comedians that bring up trauma is there anything that you like spot what is your like muse what's your interest no in? i
0: think I'd, i i <clears throat> another comedian i love is nick swartzen and i think I'd, i i might Great comedian i just love his style because it's not you don't think about anything political you don't anything about anything like this is what america needs to be it's just like fun bro comedy and i think that's kind of what i go for in my life and on stage and in videos, I just want somebody to leave there like that was a good time. I laughed. I wasn't thinking about my job. I hate. I wasn't mm. thinking about my divorce. Whatever it is, yeah. like yeah, he's just such a. It's just a funny. Like I don't. He doesn't really talk about trauma, and I'm. Everybody has their own, but he never talks about it. I, it's just like, you just. I want to take people out of whatever their trauma might be. And give them an hour of just fun, playful stuff. I
2: noticed that you're really good at uh, uh crowd working. Mm-hmm. Do you like do you set yourself up with that or like Yeah,
0: I practice. I go to like a a Macy's and if somebody's shopping, I'm like, Yeah, hey, what do you <laughs> do for a living? And then they're like, uh, I'm an attorney. I'm like, you fucking idiot. No, I I don't even know. I I never like saw myself as like a crowd work guy. Really? No. Why? no? I mean I like I honestly I don't know. I, I just think what helped was doing improv classes mm. early on in LA because you just trust the funny. You just trust that something you say if it's genuine and you're in the moment. Mm. I like
1: you do uh, I, groundlings or you say Yeah, groundlings, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, groundlings too. yeah,
0: it was great stuff. So I think that just allowed me to like trust whatever I say, like will either be true or funny and like not to be scared to explore it. So yeah. if, if some guy says says something weird and I respond something and that doesn't hit, I'm like, Okay, well what's a different angle? And like then I might I don't know it's it's the weirdest thing because I think if if it, it can't be too early on in the set Like if I write as I walk out and somebody's like banana pudding I'll be like what the fuck But <laughs> yeah. it's when you're in like the middle of the set and like all the gears are turning and you're like just on you're one. on it yeah. yeah, you're just you're locked in then somebody yells something then you're like and you can get on it but Yeah, I don't know. I just kind of like um, I'll explore it. You, Do know? you are you using a uh Stand up to a gateway into like movies and TV shows or is, is like I'm like open to it It's not like I wake up every morning and I'm like Hollywood pick me you know I think we don't need it anymore right it's, no. social media is kind of
2: like your own audience and I actually was talking about this to somebody else yesterday uh, I think it's really cool the situation that the, the internet came to where now it eliminated a lot of bosses that you had to kind of like you know, like of oh, course. you gotta you gotta do it this way, or you can't do it this way. Don't talk about this. No, you have your own audience. It's yeah, the, who and you are. The and Best
0: thing is your connection to your audience mm-hmm. and how easy it is to get to them. Yeah. You know, like it, 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 there's no middle ground. It's uh, it's me posting my story. I'm gonna be in Tempe this day, and then the people who follow me. Go, oh, nice. Like there's no. It's just a to b, just like you guys to Phoenix. Just yep. a to b. Just boom, boom, <laughs> back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> but I just think uh, it's, yeah, it's. It's you are your own TV show in some sense. You're your own network. If you think about it that way, you know, you have yeah. your own posting schedule, whatever you want to do. This podcast is its own channel, literally. So it's like they, you know, I just I just want to be able to give access to anybody at any point in time. You know, I love that. So really just that. I, but like if a movie rule comes up, great. I mean, like a lot of people. um, I think comedians are in a cool spot because a lot of times we'll get called for like a quick cameo in a movie. Yeah. They're like, hey, we need you for two shoot days. You're just like the the brother's cousin, whatever it is. Then you pop in, you do a day, and mm-hmm. you just have fun. And it's like a cool little like, oh, shit, was that so-and-so? Oh, yep. damn, I don't know they're in yep. this. Like, I think it's more so just like a fun little like just yeah. slowly integrate yourself out there type of thing. Yeah,
1: I think you would be great like in a show or like I could totally yeah, yeah pumping in on like and being that. Kind of like comedy relief. Yeah, learning. you
0: play you play a perfect bro. Yeah, yeah right. You play <laughs> Dude, perfect. I've auditioned for everything, every role you can imagine, and for whatever reason, they're just like, you know, again, they just uh, I'm too hot, I think, for TV. But I,
1: <laughs> it takes a million auditions. <laughs> so you were doing stand
0: up for a little bit. Why? Why you do more? You're not because I was talking to Enrique last night, and he's trying to get you on these stages some more. What's going on? You're too too bistaddle?
2: Uh I I am trying. What? Okay, so I had a lot of things moving, and I was on another show, Impulsive, at the time. Never and heard of it. It's, it was supposedly the number one <laughs> podcast in
0: the world. No, I did an episode years and years ago on there. Was I wasn't like, on that one. No, it was when Spencer was on there.
2: Yeah, that, I, I think I watched it. I didn't watch it.
0: You don't. Oh, come on, man. I,
2: I'm sorry. You <laughs> can pull it up now. Can
0: we, just, we just live watch it? Watch it right <laughs> now. At the big screen just for an hour and a half. Yeah, just director's notes. <laughs> <laughs> Tap your knee I'm like, that's Logan um.
2: <laughs> um, And so right. I, I had a lot of things going on And so I needed to kind of like uh, prioritize my life And ke- like, you know yeah, yeah, th- yeah. Give a little bit more structure mm-hmm. And then I could free up my time And then jump on there Because it's man. work it, You have to go up there every day And like yeah, practice you- I went up there And I, f- I, I, I got really good comfortable on stage mm-hmm. um that's
0: great i mean that's
2: like the hardest thing yeah I th- but it, i came from performing in front of so many cameras doing live performances doing all that stuff so it's like the performing for me it wasn't uh, a nerve-wracking thing yeah so i skipped past that and i heard through other comedians that that's like the hardest part i so, would say so yeah so th- i got blessed I one was, thing
0: that stuck with me is like if somebody's nervous on stage like if if they don't trust themselves up there why would an audience trust them and that always stuck with me like if you're if you're doing a new joke you have to do it with 100% confidence that you've been doing that joke for years. Because if you're ner- nervous on a joke, they're going to be nervous on a joke. They're just replicating your energy. Mm-hmm. So if you're up there like mumbling your words and stuttering, you're like, uh, uh, how are you, you guys uh, doing that? Like, they're going to be like, well, I don't trust this guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Unless yeah. that's your cadence and that's your like style. Yeah, that's your thing. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. it's like if you're nervous, then they're going to be nervous, you know? Yeah. No,
1: yeah. 100%, it's like as soon as you show uncomfortability, you're making the other person uncomfortable. So yeah. they're like, oh, they must not be good. You're like showing what exactly. they should think. Yeah.
0: So the, the thing that you were just saying about being comfortable on stage is like the biggest thing. Because, oh, dude, he looks like he's been doing this forever. He's a natural. You know, that type of you trust somebody who's having fun up there. That's yeah. the right, that's something Joe Coy said to me last night because he, he watched my set and he's like, Yeah, man, like you're just like hammering through your punchlines, just trying to like, and there was like 40 people. It was a small crowd. He's like, dude, like those are the nights you sit in it, mm. have fun with it. Like, you know where the comedy is, but this is when you try those extra, extra, extra layers of that joke that you've been sitting on you never wanted to do. But in my head, I just Every time I want to kill, I want to be like, yeah, fuck it, this is the best show of my life. But yeah. he was like, dude, slow down, sit in it, have fun. And I watched him and he's just genuinely having fun up there. I've never yeah. seen somebody uh, control a crowd like him. Yeah. It's he, insane. He's like, when you're doing the arenas in the, in the theaters, not that I do arenas, but he's just talking uh, from his own experience. He's like, when you're doing those, that's when you like get out the machine gun and you're like, just jokes everywhere. Mm-hmm. But that's when you kind of sit in it and kind of like, you know where the funny is. You can always get back to it. You know? It's crazy you say when he does a stadium
2: because I've watched him perform at like a comedy show where it's like two three hundred people, and then in front of like fifteen thousand people, yeah. And he mm. will bend the crowd to his will, and it's insane, bro. Yeah. Like there's a gift that God gave him that I can't even explain. I would watch him every hour to like measure his timing, where he does his callbacks, where he's getting his inspiration when it comes to crowd work, and I'm just studying him. Every time it's different. He like is in the moment Whatever he's feeling Now the whole entire world In front of him Will feel it Mm -hmm. And I understand The note he gave you Because he's given it To me as well Yeah, And I would watch Oh so he's
0: not authentic What the fuck (laughs) (laughs) No
2: probably because I was powering through Mine as well I lean
0: over And he's giving it To the valet guy He's like you know You gotta slow (laughs) down You gotta be in the moment Don't run to the car man Walk to the car (laughs) Um, Yeah he's a guy That I would love to see his, His stadium out Just cause it's like I would love to see The duality of like Doing 20 minutes at the Laugh Factory, calm talking to people like he had like everybody just engaged. But then when he does uh, an arena, he's still engaged.
1: But he does the same thing. He makes like a really big stadium small. Yep. he's so comfortably That's, confident. Yeah.
2: He talks to them. He like br- yeah. like if you get up to like go get a drink, he'll take your drink and are we playing Celsius right now? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, of course. No, he's just like he does. He does a really good job of making it feel like. That's my friend up there. We're in his living room, but you're really at like the, at some arena in Nashville or something. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. kind of wild.
2: You got I, any once, huh? When did you actually... I'm so sorry.
0: When did you go it's on a, tour? Yeah. Uh, my first tour I think I went on was 2018, 20, 20,
2: 2019. When did you know you were ready to go on a tour?
0: I wasn't ready, but I was like, there's only one way to find out. And you just jumped in Yeah, it. it's kind of like... Were you scared of not
2: selling tickets? Of course.
0: In the first tour I did didn't sell out
1: how long um, were you her- rehearsing like on stage before you went on tour
0: i mean i'd been doing like sh- sh- i've been doing stand-up for like 10 years so there'd be a lot of times where like i would just been doing open mics but i maybe had like 20 or 30 20 25 minutes of material mm-hmm. and then i remember i did it because my friend told me he's like dude you could just quit your job book a one-nighter on your own just like a one-night show that'll pay your rent and you don't have to work at your job anymore mm-hmm. and so i just kind of sent out a bunch of like cold emails to like there was a place in chicago san diego um uh, north carolina i believe and then all three of them got back to me and they're oh. like yeah we'll give you like a monday at like 8 p.m right wow. and then i think the first show i ever had line was san diego and i think it sold like 150 tickets and, and it sat 300. But to me i'm like that's
1: great yeah yeah
0: but 150 people but i remember i didn't have the time yet but i was like well now i have to have i'm a big like deadline guy Mm -hmm. you know so like for me i was like i gotta let me just keep working towards it i knew i didn't have the time because in my set list in the middle i wrote crowd work just just on the set list like all right and (laughs) what do you do for a living (laughs) so i knew i didn't have the time but you have to challenge yourself to be like i'll figure it out Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay, so I've realized this. I put myself in in pressured
2: moments. Mm-hmm. I know when my back's up against the wall, I'll perform way better. So I, I realize that if I get too comfortable, comfortability is the death of anything I'm working on. Of course. So I agree what you're saying. Put a time, and then you're like, okay, I have to get there.
0: Yeah, exactly. But it was just kind of like, uh, I, you know, you do it, you live, and you learn, you laugh, live, laugh, love. Uh-huh. But you experience <laughs> it, and you're like, oh, I did it. Okay, cool. Now what? And then you know, I look back on that hour that I did back then. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's on video somewhere, and I'm like. God, what the hell was that? But then I'm going to San Diego in a couple of months and it's like, you know, there might be a handful of people that were at that show. Like, dude, we've just seen the progression and you're just steady kind of working on it. So I love that. Do you ever do you ever uh, bomb?
2: Like what's the worst? worst. What's the worst, dude, worst situ- I bombed
0: was in Phoenix? Really? really? Yeah, this was probably 20. It wasn't my crowd. So what happened, this was maybe like 2017. I had my own headlining shows. Wednesday, Thursday. And they sold okay. Not Both of them didn't sell out. If it was one show, I might have. But it was at the House of Comedy out there. It's in North Phoenix. We're, Phoenix is too big also. Can we talk about It's too big.
1: Phoenix is It's
0: massive. Perfect. They're like, oh, Scottsdale to here? 45 minutes. No. <laughs> no. This is a desert town. 12 minutes <laughs> max. But um, so I did my two shows Wednesday, Thursday. And then I asked the club because I just wanted more stage time. I was like, can I stay for the weekend and open for the... Headlining act, who was Mo Mandel, very funny if you ever seen him. Uh, so I stayed right, and now it's I forget it's North Phoenix, old, older, oh, yeah. older Republicans, right? So I for <laughs> whatever reason open with some Trump joke, and oh. it got nothing. I don't even do political material, but for whatever reason, I was like it was like doing fun on my show, it was doing well. So I'm a fucking, you know, you get that new bit of excitement where yeah. you're like I'm gonna just throw it at him, nothing, and I go oh shit, I'm sweating, <laughs> yeah. I'm sweating, I'm pulling out my closer immediately, the closer doesn't work, and oh. I'm, supposed, I'm supposed to do 20 minutes. Oh. Oh. I'm like seven in, and I've maybe gotten a laugh or a sneeze at this point, Like I don't know. And what broke the ice is there was a guy in the front row with a fedora, and I was like, well, at least fucking fedora guy likes me, and then like that cracked the room. <laughs> and I finally was able to get back, but like, dude, there was 10 minutes, somebody, somebody, wrote to me on facebook the next day and they're like i don't think you're meant for comedy and
1: <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs>
0: old lady old lady her profile photo had 19 chins in it you know the lower angle yeah, shit yeah. but she like literally like she facebooked you bro me imagine, directly imagine i got how live much
2: yoked. on the way home she complained about you for her to go home open up her laptop and be like what the fuck was remember this remember her password
0: say she's not a human old <laughs> lady <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, a what a is robot? my password <laughs> But but it's like I got feedback I didn't ask for. This is my fa- this was my yeah. Facebook page, it's not Yelp, but she just found me was like <laughs> and my opinions. By the way. I oh got so But funny. that's but go to North Phoenix, it's older older white ladies, you know? Yeah. So I get it. And also, I'm I'm I bombed that night. 100%. Like I deserved that message. Did it feel great? No. But the next night, you go, "Okay, maybe let's not open with that." And then you do you fl- I mean, you, it's you literally, it's just trial and error. <laughs> You're
2: like yeah. Trump? Yeah, no. No, no,
0: no. I, I switched it up. I was like, I love Trump. Don't clip that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but clip that. <laughs> no good boys. Um uh, but but the next show, I flipped it up and then put that later in the set, and it was fine. Yeah. But had I not comedy is the best ego check because it's like you'll have the best show in the world. And then I literally in the back of my head go, Oh, this next show is probably gonna suck. Mm.
1: Well, it really depends i mean it's hard because it depends on your audience right like if it's your show and people are coming for you Mm -hmm. that's your audience but if you know you're doing a show for a different comedian it's a completely different demographic Mm -hmm. then you're like oh you know it might everybody's humor is a little right
0: but if it was too easy in every show you killed what's the fun in that yeah so i mean and, and and i i think there's even shows to this day where it's like the people that come out to support me i love wholeheartedly but sometimes there is people in the show who are just too drunk it's, like, it's usually the late shows, and yep. it'll be like 11 o'clock at night, and there's nothing wrong with them, they're just hammered. yeah. And they're like, I'm gonna yell out the alphabet in the middle of a set, and you're like, A through Z, and then, <laughs> A's, and then you're like, what am I, and then, like, so that might make it a bad, these people, you know, like 98% of the people, they're like, just act normal, there's 2% that are fucking hammered, and that might make it, quote, a bad show, you know? Mm-hmm. So like a bad show when it's not my crowd, it just might not be funny to the older audience or whatever it is. But when it is my crowd, it might they, it's like the whole crowd is there for me and we're all reciprocating but there's like a small fraction of the people that's like drunk that might like ruin it or, you know, a lot of times I get messages after they'll be like, show is great but if I was sitting next to the so-and-so guy or this mm. girl and it's just, you know. Yeah. So so that's like a bad show to me. I would, I'm not
2: going to mention who it was but there's a few comedians I would go and watch and there's some certain comedians that do not accept like ch- chatter at them Oh
0: I, I know many of them
2: Oh there was one It yeah. wasn't uh, Seinfeld Like known for that Like he would really? not Like if somebody says something He'll like pause And then like he'll restart his joke Or something like that No I, I think you're be-
1: thinking of the video When he kind of went like A little nuts on stage And he was like yelling at everybody No, nope, you know that's I'm talk- not Seinfeld
2: he- That's his Uh that's Kramer. You're thinking. Well, about Kramer, Kramer did oh. something much worse. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. no, no, I don't know. That's that, no, I that's thought. Not what I was for some reason, when you said
1: Seinfeld. You said the that's who I thought of. No, I
0: just know that there's some comedians. that just won't. They won't play that, dude. I mean, it, it's distracting. You know, it's it's. You're so like locked in up there, and the only thing. That do, it's very bizarre Because the only thing That doesn't disrupt your brain Is the laughter But then the mm-hmm. second Somebody does something Out of That's not laughter They spill a drink They yell something out yeah. It can throw you off mm-hmm. yeah. Even if there's just Like a chatty couple in front Yeah. That always blows my mind When there, somebody's in the front that's row That's crazy And they're full blown conversation That is
2: the most disrespectful mm-hmm. thing To do it in a movie Is one thing right mm-hmm. But like t- Somebody's out On stage I just don't
0: think and pro- you're so giving close Giving their heart That's what I think I'm like how do they not think That I can't hear them
1: Yeah when you say in the front row It's almost you feel so like I don't but know You're so close What
0: sucks is Only You can prevent forest fires No only you can hear it <laughs> Because like because You have ADHD don't you I don't know what I have <laughs> <laughs> But But if you call it out The people in the back of the room Are like I don't know They were talking Yeah. yeah so yeah. now you look like An insane person like, yep. Hey would you guys mind Not talking And then everyone's like What like that is also weird Like Yeah There are moments where You have to be like Like uh, a stage hand And also a comedian You're like Hey can you guys actually Quiet down It's really distracting up here And then the whole room's like Whoa what's happening Yeah You know
1: And if they didn't hear it then well, yeah. It was just
0: awkward Then you gotta like Get back into it yeah. you know? Why don't you, Do you ever do it In like a funny way
2: Like hey shut the fuck up Or like something like Yeah
0: of course Of course Yeah, yeah I I Just
2: I, punch him Straight in the face
0: No 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 I'll just be like Are you guys doing A fucking podcast down there What are you guys <laughs> doing Yeah Something funny.
1: You're no, remember that one time we were at the Laugh Factory and somebody was doing a show. I can't remember who was on stage, but there was a couple and I'm not going to say who the couple was, but there was a couple in the audience and I don't know if he yelled something or yeah, he like yelled something at the guy. So yeah. they end up getting in an argument. The comedian got in an argument with the guy in the audience.
2: Right before I get on stage, by the way. Yeah, right oh, before really? he gets on stage. First time performing in front of my girlfriend and Chris D'Elia.
1: Yes, yes, and it so it was about homelessness. I remember it. Oh, really? Do you know that's
2: not funny?
0: Do you, do you, you know who, who the comedian was?
2: It was Jeff. Uh, uh, it, it was, was, Jeff. Your, it was yeah, Jeff. Oh, it was yep. Jeff. Jeff. Jeff yeah. who, I'll, Jeff I'll does? tell the story. Yeah. yeah, I'll tell the story because it, it haunts funny. it haunts me. Uh, I'm I'm literally sweating because uh, Enrique texts Chris and he's like, "Yo, George is about to go and come and watch him," and so uh, he calls yeah. his friends and so all these people came to watch me. And this was the only time I was going to perform for the first time in front of my girlfriend. So now I'm looking at the guys that I look up to. And how long
0: he has been dating at this point?
2: Four years, like three. Oh, uh, so yeah. she
0: wouldn't leave you after a bad performance? No, no,
2: no. no. Like no. It was like three two, weeks, and it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: He's
1: been going on stage for like maybe three months, but he just didn't want me to see him of yet. Of course, dude. And then, yeah. thank you.
0: It's nerve wracking.
1: Yeah, yeah. I,
2: I don't care what the audience thinks. I care what you think. You see me naked.
0: Um, <laughs> right. And so, well, then it's just an awkward car ride home. If the, if it like doesn't go well, and she's like patting your like leg, like. <laughs> i you can do your set for me <laughs> you're funny to me you know I'll laugh. yeah right exactly i laugh you know yeah,
2: yeah. so so at the end of his bit like right before i got on stage they get in a they just get in a tiff and then they escort this guy out
1: like leave he like gets up and he's like oh, like and yeah, gets up yeah. and like leaves mad he's like come on get up like this girlfriend like and they mm-hmm. walk out like and yeah. uh
2: so the next day i'm at a, at a i'm at a party and uh <laughs> So I go, I see this guy and I'm like, yeah, I know that guy. And the girl next to me is like, yeah, that's the guy who sings. I'm so tired of love, so tired of. The uh, what's his name? You're gonna say
1: who it is. Love?
2: Love. You're gonna say who it is? I was gonna say who it is. Anyway, so I go up to, <laughs> You just ruined it. You got right to the bit.
0: <laughs> He's the guy that got kicked out. He was homeless? <laughs> Who's <was> the guy? <laughs> what's happening? She just, she, just she spoiling it. she's spoiled Her and spoiling. Jessica's been
2: doing this thing where I'm setting something up and they're like, yeah, it's, it's the guy from the song. I was like, dude, just. Look at your mom, your mom in the background, she's like, what, let her, let her do that, it's fine, it's totally fine. Uh, yeah it was him So I walked up to him And I was I, I, I told him that I'm a stand up And he's like oh actually I just went to a stand up show yesterday And I was like oh cool Where'd you go And he's like the laugh actor I got kicked out And I was like wait a second I go dude were you hackling Jeff And he goes yeah He was like talking about homeless I'm like bro motherfucker You did that right before I went on stage for the first time And so the first time we met See how That's much cooler that story would have been If you fucking didn't know
0: I liked it It was like an M. Night Shyamalan thing Like take the <laughs> end And then come back around You know
1: I'm just shocked that you were That you're like saying who it was That's a funny story. I'm not gonna get mad. It's not like
0: anybody's gonna go DM him and be like, "You ruined (laughs) (laughs) Jeff! You you ruined (laughs) Jeff set." (laughs) um i I, I think stand-up comedy is like the show chopped where it's like hey there's seven normal things but here's a wrench in it you know it's yeah. like hey it's a normal crowd but also there's gonna be a guy who looks like a pirate in the front row <laughs> have fun you know so it's it's like those little and it's what you want to do with it you know mm. but how did your set go that night he did i did well
1: yeah he did really? you guys still together job.
0: so that's awesome
2: yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> no he yeah. did a phenomenal job
2: yeah thank god yeah i, I worked it into it um so I started out by joking about that. So it actually helped Of course.
0: Me. Well, you're smart. Yeah. You address it, right? Because that's something, um, I mean, that's, nothing makes you want to like work harder and be funnier than when the guy ahead of you is like crushing. Uh-huh. Really? Of course. I'd rather him bomb and then y- I go
2: on stage? Yes and no.
0: Really? Yeah, because. C- if- could you put the AC on? I'm like sweating like crazy. Because if, y- if that guy bombs, y- well, no, if somebody bombs, I think you can, my instinct is to be a get out there and get a laugh as quick as possible. Just so you can be like, I'm not that guy, you know, (laughs) (laughs) right. You know, because you want to just, I mean, that's an audience judges you the second you walk up there before you even said a word. They look at your outfit. Mm -hmm. They look at you. They go, I don't know this guy. I don't know her. What's going on? So my goal always is to get a laugh like as quick as possible.
1: Do you feel like if the person before you killed it, it's better because then like the audience is in a better mood and they're already laughing and ready to laugh more?
0: There's there's I I think so. Yes. But sometimes it if there's a perfect amount, Mm. sometimes they drain the room out Mm. because they're like they just went 30 minutes just like Tony Rock. Have you ever seen him go up? Holy fuck, so funny.
2: No, but I saw Theo Vaughn do
0: that to somebody. Yeah, dude, it happens all the time. And that's why when they, you're sitting in the back. You set the standard way too high,
2: and then your shit joke's coming in. You're like,
0: fuck. Well, it's not even that. It's, it's just like the audience has a battery life of laughter. And then if you watch somebody kill for 30 minutes, they're, they're tired. Like, they're exhausted. And they're like, after they get off, they're like, ah. Oh. And then you go up there, and they're like, we gave everything to the guy before you. Now it's not always true and you can still. but or you can ride that wave. Mm. I've I've gone up after the some of the biggest names and I've either done fine or I've done like dude, they've teetered up perfect and then you ride that wave. And so it really just depends. I mean, it's it's common sense. If somebody does like an hour before you. Did you ever have
2: any you don't have to mention who it would be, but did you ever any like have any beef with a stand up where it gets awkward when you show up to a place and you're like, "Oh, he's here." Like, fuck. Like, I don't have No. Any...
0: I really? don't think so
2: Because I always thought about that Like the workplace is so uncomfortable When you like Don't like the person Comedy's too in
0: their head I think people are more so jealous Than they are No, That's what I'm thinking about though It's more so jealous Than it is beef Like but you wouldn't
2: Jealousy starts off beef Because then they start gossiping And talking shit And then you know about it Yes
0: and no It's a lot of like salty people Like you'll just like Kind of talk like, Why did she get that Why did he get that Why didn't I get that You know a lot of that But like once your head's Thinking like that It's not a great place to be in Yeah yeah, I don't know. It's a good mindset that you have. Uh, no, I I still get jealous. Are you kidding me? Like it's it's inevitable. Like you'll tell yourself, "You're like, dude, I'm not a jealous guy," and then you're looking up another comedian's ticket sales. Like, what the fuck am I doing? Really? Like, of course, dude. Everybody I, I, does that. I've
2: no, I truly don't. Really? I've always been. I've always been in my lane, bro. I, I. It's as cheesy as it sounds, bro. It's like, whatever I got is me and God. We have this, like, path, and whatever is my time is my time. And I celebrate everybody else's
0: wins. Have you always been this way, or did it well, work? Since to I was a kid. Really? Since I was
2: a kid. But also, I, I was heavily bullied, bro. Like, heavily bullied. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I understood people's point of views a little bit, because I went through a lot more than somebody that didn't get bullied or didn't see other people's point of views. So I... Uh, I was really good at seeing like, so if, if, for example, we'll do the ticket sales. If somebody like Chris D'Elia, right? Me and him are, or if I was at his level and me and him were doing ticket sales and he's doing more in my mind, my first thought is maybe God wants to bless him more financially because he has to deal with something that he needs for financials. Oh, first. interesting. So I don't ever look at it in a way of like, why not me? I think of it as like, I already have what I need. And if I need more then God will
0: provide that. Oh, wow. That's a great yeah. insight. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I. So stop being jealous, you fuck. <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm trying, dude. It's so funny that you give this beautiful analogy of like my time, And then God. Then you're like fucking idiot. Ha-ha. I'm like, can I even cuss on this podcast? Uh, no, I I I believe that, and I hear somebody say it, and I go, yeah, yeah it's, it's what happens is I these. Thoughts just bubble up in my head and then I talk it out or I work out or I do something or I like look at my ticket sales and I'm like, oh, dude, I'm doing fine. Or I remember when I sold 150 in San Diego and I go, dude, I've actually grown a lot since then. So Mm -hmm. it's just moments like that. It's just like sometimes if I don't like like there's a day where I'm like tired or fatigued and these thoughts just like bubble up like and I'm like, well, what am I doing to take care of myself? Mm. Have I worked out? Have I gone on a fucking walk? When was the last time I left my house type of stuff like that type of stuff? Do you go outside a lot? Um, I'm pretty pale, so no.
2: Dude, I, I go outside. I, I've been doing this for like yeah. six months now. It's significantly
0: different. Than <laughs> That's my the mood. funniest like <laughs> clip have just been like, "Yo, I've been going outside I lately." Mean, <laughs> Get outside. <laughs> this, this sounds like some pandemic advice, you know. <laughs> but but yeah, no, I I try to go on like walks and shit. Go ride a on. bike. Ride a bike. Go okay. ride a bike. Yeah.
2: Kid- I, I even got a, like I got an electric bike. I got another Super Seventy Three coming in. Like, bro, I'm always outside. I, yeah, I take oh, my I'll meetings do. on my bikes. I really? Do, oh, yeah. what? How the fuck does that work? Well, I put my headphones in, my AirPods, or like, and my- you're just on a meeting
0: getting honked at.
2: No, we're just, just around the neighborhood. And I'll have the, I'll have the camera facing me so they'll see me while I'm riding my bike. And it's Bro, always a conversation.
0: So, if I was an executive <laughs> yeah. and my client's on a bike, you think I'm going to trust them with half a million to produce a show? Dude. This man's on a bird scooter.
2: No, honestly, it's definitely something new, but I, it, I, there's so much that came out of it. For example, I know oh, it yeah. sounds stupid, but every single person in the neighborhood, I know them now. Mm-hmm. Because I go out for five hours a day, <laughs> that I know every single neighbor. I know their name. I know where they work, and then I you know really they live. I know where they. I, well, I definitely you know, know when where they live. Gone.
0: <laughs> How to get in their house? I do all of these. No, it, dude. Every time I work out, every time I take a lap around the block, I go. I feel better. Why don't I do this? I know yeah. that I'll feel better after I work out or do anything instead i'm like let me just get this edit let me just get this email you know yeah it's It's, the getting to do it that's the biggest thing that like my therapist told me is like you treat it like a chore when you have to treat it like that's part of work and i was like oh because my head i only care about work capcorn sick but yeah yeah. but he's like but our work is fun right uh, what a blessing it is and that's why i because i used to have a a desk job that i didn't like and i couldn't wait to get off to go do stand-up or make videos but now that is my work i have to find a way to Create balance in that, I love what I Bro, do me
2: and you have the same mind, you now. know capcorns you, uh-huh. you have to give yourself a time to rest, and if you rest, you feel like you're not doing enough
0: hundred dude that's why I like I would go on like vacations with uh, uh my ex God I miss her no I <laughs> <laughs> but it, dude it's like I would be sitting by the pool and I should be enjoying it and I'm just fucking like shaking I'm like it's too quiet. I gotta be doing something. What are we doing?
2: Yep. You know, because you feel like everything's gonna be taken away from you. Yeah.
0: Somebody else is gonna take it because they're working. Right. right but what happens is you have this like weird like I gotta be doing something, and then you finally ease into vacation mode, and then you rest, and then ideas come to you, and you're like, fucking, why didn't I rest before? Yep. Yeah.
2: Rest is huge, bro. Rest, rest is, is huge. a part
0: of the process. It's what? a part of the creative process. Nobody factors in.
2: Yep. And uh, even when you do bodybuilding, the most important part is
0: sleeping, resting. Do You fruitful? call it working out or bodybuilding.
2: Did I say bodybuilding? You said yeah, bodybuilding.
0: You know
1: when you do bodybuilding? You know,
0: Gold's Gym. <laughs> <just> <laughs> when you're taking a little bit of D ball every morning, getting jacked up. <laughs> what was your desktop job?
2: Desktop. job. Desk? What's your what desktop? Was, and action. And what, we're was back.
0: Your desk what was your desk job? Your desktop? Uh, my <laughs> desktop was. Uh, <laughs> I, so I worked, I used to work at the Groundlings as doing that office, and then I was an the intern there. Oh, really? And then also there was a YouTube channel called All Deaf Digital.
2: You know them? All deaf, all digital? deaf digital is
0: run by Russell Simmons. So he did Def Jam comedy back in the day. So he had like a new age one that was like 2013 to like 20. And I think it's still going on. But so like always different. in the comedy realm. Yes. So they did music and comedy. And then I was uh, just a PA. Then I was an intern. Then I was a social media intern. And then, um, yeah, that's the YouTube up there. You can see me in the top left. Let's corner. go,
2: Jessica, oh. bro.
0: Yeah, you already know. So <laughs> they, they did a bunch of uh, they used to do a bunch of sketch comedy. Yeah, right there. So they used to do a bunch of sketch comedy. And oh, uh, you're
2: you're on the yeah, yeah yeah. you're so literally the only white man on there.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, you're the Jim Carrey. That's what they would say. They would say I was Jim Carrey of living in color. Yeah, but dude, ev- ev- so many like Tony Baker's in there to hear more uh, Kevin on stage. All these guys are like the some of the funniest guys that I got to work with every day, and they were touring comedians. So they would go out and do the road on the weekends, and then come back to work. They would fly back Monday morning. They go to work, and I was just fascinated. So I was always trying to just understand how they would do it. So they and then they started putting me in sketches. They'd be like, oh. "All right, you have one line here. Oh, now you have two lines. Oh, you know now you're kind of a regular." And so I kind of just waited my turn oh, and slowly, like, kind of just like just proved myself. And I was doing open mics after work, and then eventually, like. The comment section was funny. It's like, oh, who's that white boy? Oh, white boy's kind of funny. Oh, shit, Trevor's in this one. Yo, I love Trevor Wall. So the evolution of, like, getting used to a channel, Uh, and that's kind of how I think Hollywood works, where it's like you might get, Hollywood, but you might get booked for, like, a small role. mm -hmm. It's like uh, Seth Rogen in Anchorman was, I think about this all the time, he was a cameraman for, like, half a second. There's a cat talent show, and it's Seth Rogen. Was he big during that or no? Um, I don't really know. Seth
2: Rogen was on a TV show. He was on Freaks and Geeks.
0: Yeah, he was a writer on that. Uh... Yeah, but but you but Anchorman is such an iconic movie and then he's in it for like 10 seconds Yeah, S- you know, you, you plant these little seeds You just slowly get in and then it's not even about the role he had on there It's maybe a director go dude. This guy was so funny on set He was so easy to work with and then he's just kind of like a one You know one line here now you're doing five lines and you're like fully you just kind of submerge yourself in it's you kind of So that's just kind of how I was with, with stand-up and, and and trying to do that with traditional stuff, but I think what I do now is like exactly what I I hate the question. Like, where do you see yourself in five years? I'm like, I'm doing everything I wanted to do now. So how do I just elevate this? Mm. Keep it growing. Keep changing. Move with times, you know? I love that.
1: Do you have any hobbies?
0: No, I got to figure that out. Yeah. I got to ride bikes or something. (laughs) Dude, ride your bikes and all of a sudden you know every neighbor. Yeah. My neighbors are old. Yeah. I don't know. I do. I do want more hobbies. I honestly think, and this is, I don't know, like, Like weekends I'll just like sleep in And then make breakfast at like 2pm And I'll go to the gym Bodybuilding And then (laughs) I'll write a little Or edit some And then it's like time for shows But like that's me Filling a void in my life Being like Oh, I should, like, if I had a girlfriend, I would hang out with her in this time. Mm-hmm. If I had a family, I'd hang out with them at this time. But now I'm just like, oh, it's Saturday. What should I, you know? Like, I'm kind of just, like, filling time.
1: Yeah, 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 You're, like, going through the motion. Like, I have time off right now. But. What's right. your
2: process with writing? So I know you do, you you, you post heavy amount of skits. Yeah. So I'm guessing, I, I remember when I did internet skits. That's a fucking job, bro. Like, it's yeah, so, a big job. And a lot of people don't appreciate what goes into it. No. I could, I'll do it for you. This man is sitting for hours writing. Mm-hmm hours shooting hours directing hours editing Mm -hmm. um where do you find the time to write material for stages and actually go out do you even have time for your family and friends do you like i know you keep making jokes about it but is it is it something that's like affecting your life
0: yeah definitely but my parents live like an hour from me so i try to see them a lot because they're just like if i do have free time it's like meeting with them for dinner is like more beneficial than really anything you know and then i I think it's, um, my, it's just kind of broken up. Like daytime is all video production and everything. And then as it hits like five or six, then my brain switches over to like the stand up side. And then I'll, you know, I'll try to work out real quick or I'll do, how do something. You, how do you
2: do that? How do you like write with like stand up? Like, do you sit down and you're like, okay, these are what I wanna work on? Or do you, yeah. do you get inspired by things?
0: Both. My notes app is just filled with like either a paragraph or like two words, you know? And, and, and a lot of times when I get an idea that I think is like funny, I'll be like, all right, is this more of a visual thing for a video or is this more of a stage thing? Mm. Personal experiences tend to be more stage. Yeah. Observational stuff tends to be more video.
2: Do they ever overlap?
0: Yeah. I've turned videos into uh, stand-up, and I've turned stand up also into I think I'm trying to say the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Something started as stand-up, now as a video, and then something was a video that I like will pull inspiration for stand up. I love that. But, but yeah, it is interesting because my my brain switches. I honestly think I write the most stand-up in the car in between going to gigs because like that's like the best thing is when you have like a show at eight and a show at like 10 you get off stage at eight your brain is still you got that little bit of the, the endorphins you're still like kind of on that little buzz and you're like oh what worked here and you listen to that and you're like you, you know that like uh zach galifianakis like gif or that meme where it's like all the numbers are coming to his head mm. it feels like that that's when you're like the most you're because you're in it but it does take a little bit to switch in
2: now when you mean eight to ten do you mean you do an eight o'clock show it, yeah like
0: you yeah, like laugh factory if it's like oh i have an eight o'clock set at you know, laugh factory and then improv at 10, you have like that time off and you're usually by yourself. You, if you like, you know, I'm gonna go get somebody to eat. Then you're just by yourself in an in and out drive through being like, all oh, right, what worked here? What worked? Here? And I record all my sets, the audio so I can listen to it back and be like, Oh, I did. I said two words different. And that got a better reaction than usual.
1: Yeah. You can like reflect.
0: Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm I'm
2: taking all of these notes to help further my career. So yeah, and I don't think I have
0: everything figured out, but this just happens to be what works for me. But um but I mean it is tough because there's people out there, there's people there's stand-ups out there who just like only do stand ups. So they're spending their daytime writing and I'm writing videos and editing videos. So it's like I have to also make sure that when I'm putting in the time to write stand up, it's like I'm competing with people who spend all day writing. Yeah. But I, I'm kind of juggling the videos, the podcast, and stand up.
2: Have you ever thought about getting a, a writer to assist? Because mm. I thought about this the other day. I I, I want to write all of my jokes because it's my point of view on life. Right. But I don't think there should be any shame for a stand up comedian to get a writer. I think I know about, Kevin Hart's opened about it. He he has yeah. Like I mean,
0: well, that dude like his he's. Every minute is scheduled of his day.
2: That's what I'm saying. So I don't think it's a. Uh,
0: I think if I were it's kind of like an artist when they're performing. They're performing
2: material. So it's like uh, of I course.
0: I mean, if I were to do it, it would be I would want somebody who could kind of like maybe like as a guy who opens for me and he watches my set and goes, "Oh, dude, you you know what you should talk about?" Or like, you said this whole thing about uh, Walgreens. You know what else you got to think about Walgreens? Like they could just yeah tweak it. tag it yeah or yeah. just give me different perspectives. But I think yeah. if it's fully written in somebody else's voice, it might be like. Weird and you're not like passionate about it If anything I would pitch them ideas And we just kind of like write it together But it's not like Somebody just comes and be like Here's 15 yeah. minutes for you to memorize and learn Like that to me is too weird And not authentic and the crowd can tell
2: Yeah, 100% There was one thing that I did once That it, it, I swear it shaved off a year of work mm-hmm. A year of work I Went outside I, I went outside <laughs> on my bike <laughs> No I was uh, I would record each set of mine And when Joe was ever free he would have me come to his house, and I would show him, yeah, uh, my stand Yeah, and he would, with a remote, he would pause every two seconds. He goes, "I know that didn't happen. I know this person doesn't yeah. have this accent. I know yeah. that." And so he would rip through my bullshit. Mm-hmm. And he goes, "If I could tell immediately, so could your front row. So could your back row. Yeah, yeah." yeah. So it, it, I mean, I don't have to be telling you, but the more real it is, the better it is for everyone.
0: Of course, and I think that's why. If you, I wouldn't want. A writer. I like would want somebody, not, yeah. I would want somebody who could ask more questions, I think.
2: That so that's what I was saying. It's kind of like a uh, like a coach and the team when they watch back a game.
0: Yeah, well, it's like my therapist. I would always look for answers, but he would just ask questions to get <laughs> me to the right place. No, I'd be like, that. Why why don't I have uh love? Why don't I have a partner in this? And he goes, Well, and then what are you doing to do this? Where have you been looking? Where have you been? And then those questions help Spin you find the mind. answers. I love so I wouldn't that. want a writer, I would just want somebody to be like Well, have you thought about maybe the cashier's perspective from Walgreens and not just your, you know, like somebody just kind of poke holes in where I'm at. genius. Yeah, that is a
2: coach. It's like a, yeah, it's somebody who uh, help you work out your own. I wouldn't
0: want someone to give me the answers, but just somebody who could like kind of be on the side. But yeah, I mean, dude, watching back stand up, it's like that's pretty much what I'm starting to go through because I'm filming a special in July and you're just watching it and you're like, oh, I should have done that. I should have done this. I should have. But then you go, oh, I, I forgot I even did that. And then you write it down. A lot of times there's so much going on. You do a brand new like. You just say a thing randomly ten minutes into your set, and then you get off stage, and you're you're, you're hungry. You're doing meet and greet. You're, so much happens that you forget about that, and then yeah. you watch it back. You're like, dude, I oh my god, I why haven't I been doing this this whole time? That's a
1: good joke. Eh? It's just
0: watching film. It's just watching football back. It's the same thing. I love thing. that. Yeah. Do you feel that you're still getting
2: better, or do you feel like you're just polishing up?
0: I think both. I I think I mean with Stan, it was like, dude, you're never done. Cause like, you're just growing. You're just growing, or you, you're always just changing. You know, it's you're just always adding more to it. It's never fully done. I think.
2: Have you have you ever thought about? Because right now you you are a name. People know who you are. You mm-hmm. have an audience. You have a very you have a very strong audience. You have a stage pre- presence, and you have the performance aspect of it. Have you ever thought about taking the time to put your skits away? Because you could always come back to it and write a movie and star in your own movie. Because I feel like y- you are a Seth Rogen. You are these people that could go and do these movies. You are Jim Carrey where he's in live, and live in Living Color. I forgot the name of it. I'm sorry. But you. I, I think what happened to me and a lot of social media people is that we need that instant gratification to make sure that yeah. we're still relevant. We can still sell the tickets. We can still do this. That it limits us from the growth of where we could take it oh, next. That's a good
0: point. Yeah, I mean, I've thought about that, but like to what you said, like, yeah, I just think it's, I've seen people go away from their audience and try to come back, and it doesn't work. It doesn't work. So you're essentially betting on yourself to be like, I'm funny enough and talented enough to sell this movie. Mm -hmm. And if it goes, then your audience is like, fuck yeah, this is great. But if it doesn't, then you go back to your audience like remember me it's mukbang time and they're like no man no. so i don't know I, I i would love a hybrid where i'm never leaving my audience in the dark because again they're the people who got you here
2: yeah, yeah. And it's not leaving them in the dark it's just
1: you the second
0: time you've hit yourself on the mic um it's uh, you said not leaving them in the dark but um, i do wonder about that i love you so much uh,
1: but i mean i think too like there's can be a time where let's say like you are writing yourself a movie maybe it would just be like you're giving your audience different content you know like you're bringing them along mm-hmm. yeah, yeah you yeah. know what i mean sometimes well, that's what's
0: nice about like something as stu- simple as like instagram stories you can still be yeah with your audience but to your point i always view myself and this is not healthy as however the last video did that's how society sees me. and
2: that and sadly it's true that's the- but it's not healthy it's not healthy, but it's how it really works. But I, you are you are a slave to the algorithm, and mm-hmm. it's not just you; it's anybody who's in your position of right. being a social media star. Um, so, this is I, I thought about this to do this with my team, and so I'll, I'll, I'll throw this idea out for you if you want to do it. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's other writers that write sc- sc- like scripts all the time that don't get picked up. And they, they don't get picked up because they're almost great, right? They're just not great, but they're almost great. And so have you ever thought about like – hire? because you know you have a camera guy. Mm-hmm. Have you ever hired writers that you like their voices – Punch up a script for a movie. Then at the end, you come in and you make it Trevor. So you go in there and it's like a week work instead of a year of writing a a, a movie. So then you could stack your content and then shoot the movie for two months. And then once a year, you could release a bigger project, still keep your audience in the light. And now you are taking your career to the movie screens.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's a great idea. I mean, where I'm at right now, I've just been... um, we're just up in the production value and we're just doing like kind of bigger videos and really putting more thought and planning into the pre-production. And because that's something I do think it's like if you don't grow with your channel and you don't like change ways to elevate it or switch it up like it gets stagnant, it's, you know, makes sense. Mm. You know, it's like McDonald's. They bring the McRib back. They know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> yep. Every once in a while, you got to just be like, it's Shamrocks. I just throw Just throw a haymaker in there, you know? I love that. So I am trying. I'm doing that like that's the goal. Then we're filming the special. And then so like once like and then in a couple months, I'll look back and be like, okay, how did that work? Did the special somewhere tickets? Oh, I did it with this person. Uh, and, am I getting more auditions because of that? You know? So it's like, I go like very, like three months at a time. But I do want to. I just pitch see. A show or, I
2: just see if, you being bigger than auditioning, dude. And it's just me that, just dude, being. Dude, fucking. Really tell us. Hollywood. It's <laughs> crazy
0: that I have to audition in a fucking hotel room in Des Moines, Iowa when I'm just like setting up a camera in a goddamn hotel room. Like, uh, my name is Trevor. I'm like, just fucking. They don't even want to see you in the room anymore. I have a yeah. bone to pick with auditions,
2: but Belle doesn't want me to open up about it because she's an actress. But yeah, I, I just, I, mean, I don't think you should be waiting. I think you have a, I think. Well, you that's have... why
0: I just kind of just always dig what I'm doing the best. Um, and I also think it's like, I don't want to neglect my audience because a lot of times, there's you have no control on the traditional side of thing when it's coming out. If it's coming out, I did a thing for MTV years ago and it never came out. And I was like, well fucking now what, you know? Yeah. So I just love the control of like, if I shoot this and it's not going out, it's on my decision. It's not like some executive walks my house and he's like, this sketch can't go out. Yeah. So I love the communication between me and my audience. But I do think after I filmed this special and, um, you know, then I go, cool. Did this get any attraction in the traditional world? Maybe now I don't have to audition. Maybe I do, but it comes in with a favor. They're like, hey, audition just to do it, just so we can see it. Like, I'm very open to it. I don't think I'm better than anybody. Sure, it's annoying when you're like, I have to fucking audition for two lines. Yeah. Yeah. Just do it.
2: It's not even, it's not an ego thing. I, I, i'm waiting for the day where like you know how like all these comedians they join together for podcasts yeah yeah yeah. and it crushes because the audience loves all these funny people together Mm -hmm. i just can't wrap my head around that they're all waiting for all these other people to tell them when to be on set when these are the people that watch you guys So I don't understand why none of these comedians are like, hey, okay, this once a week, we're all going to get together. We're going to write something all together and we're going to put out this skit show or like this, this new show that's going to have parts to it. Or people,
0: people kind of do that. You know, Shane Gillis, he did that with uh, kind of his, he's a Philadelphia guy uh, comic. He did that with all of his Philly friends. They did a a sketch show and it shot like full cinematic and it's really good. Uh, What what was it called? Uh, Gillian Keeves. I'll check it out. It's very funny, but that's like kind of like to their point. It's like you do it, and then and it could be an improv
2: thing because I know that's your strength. So like, it's not even that you're not even writing anymore. Now you're just having a concept, and you just get in there and have fun. And dude, I, you I get, agree. Yeah. Uh, so if I ever do it, I'll call you. Please, and then we'll do it together.
0: <laughs> I'm down, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's, what happens is it you you get this really funny idea with all these funny talented people, and you go you have five funny people, and then you bring it to the network, and the network's like, cool, five dudes. Uh, mm-hmm. But that's I think what I'm saying just so many, the network
2: No, but there's so many I, politics Oh so do it on like their own to, Yeah do it on your own okay. Screw the network Even if it doesn't get Millions right. of views put
0: it. Well, that's be, what these guys did Yeah
2: Yeah put it behind uh, Our YouTube And just get the audience And then and then you could sell that Well because, that's kind of Because the, it is business right So the, the network is gonna see If it does well If it does well online Then you have a better negotiation
0: Yeah level. I mean if you have proof That's the easiest way To sell something You exactly. go I did a show With my friends Each episode did this And then they watch it And they go oh shit yeah. and Now they're watching it because sometimes when they watch something with no views, they have nothing to gauge it off. They're like, "Do people like this? Are people gonna not like right. this?" But if you if you if you play a song with no background, and you go, "How do you like?" And they go, "Oh, that's cool." But you go, "This song has a billion views." You to be like, "Oh shit!" Like you know that pretense is gonna help sell it. Yeah. So
1: it's like there was a show. I mean, it's our, like season was on, was on YouTube. Oh, and I then know who this guy season is, yeah. two, um, you know, I think Netflix then bought it. It was like, oh, let's make it into season. Yeah, series I mean, it's it's like
0: uh, Jimmy Taycho, Real Bros of Simi Valley. Yes. Yeah, Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. great example. YouTube, great example. And then somebody goes, dude, th- why why haven't we had this? But had he just pitched a show, and maybe he did, and then we're like, ah, eh, wow, well, you know, and then you just shoot it and you're like, listen, I know it's so that's something I would do. I go, listen, I know this is funny. I'm gonna shoot this thing, it'll be on my YouTube. Yeah. And then, you know, YouTube is like SoundCloud. It's like you you put it out there to get discovered, and then a network goes. We like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I love it. Yeah. and also, bro, everything's online now. Everybody's right. watching on their phone. So, who's to say that you can't just put it behind your own like fucking website? It, you you put it on YouTube and you're like, hey guys, like season one was for you guys. If you guys like it, come watch it yeah. here. Download, make an app. Like, I, I just I'm in my brain right now thinking like I'm
0: done waiting to get the green light from people. Of course, yeah, of course. I mean, you've been doing entertainment for quite some time, so it's kind of like you see. You know, when I moved to this town, I just wanted to try everything you know i i think it wouldn't be an la experience if i didn't audition if i didn't sell a show if i didn't try to at least do this and then you do a hundred things and you realize what you really like you know it's like oh i like podcasting stand-up and making videos that's really it so anything that's not that i'm like well i tried it before
1: how is your podcast like what's your setting for that do you shoot ahead or
0: uh we usually try to shoot just like it comes out Wednesdays. it's called stiff socks comes out. We usually record Mondays and it'll come out like Wednesday. It's pretty. Did you say stiff socks? Stiff socks. I love that. How did you come up with the name? Like. <laughs> I'll tell you, uh. uh babe. You don't get the reference.
1: No. Am I missing? Am I missing a reference? Is this a dirty reference? Yeah. Stiff socks. Ah, uh, okay.
2: Ten bucks. Yeah. You just that ah uh, was. Fixed. Yeah. What do you? What do you think like, it is? This is fun.
1: Like you jerked off in your socks. Okay.
2: And so what? <laughs>
0: what? You might have gotten so it
1: stiff now.
0: What did you just like say? Wait, dry, what did you like say? It dried it. <laughs> you think I'm just jerking off in a socks?
1: Yeah, and then and then whatever. You no, know. it's
0: a sports podcast. You know when you like work out at the gym, the sweat, you bodybuilding, the sock gets yeah, hard. Yeah, your socks get. Are you serious? You think? You you yeah, it was a I jer- don't
1: know. Is it a dirty reference, guys? I don't know. A reference. No. I'm just Who,
0: you thought? I'm, you thought people jerk off into their socks? I'm a Christian man.
1: Are you messing with me? I mean, that is the did I get it right?
0: Yeah, I'm yeah. messing with you. It's all yeah. You guys are
1: such wankers, bro. Like, yeah, we bizarre. are. Literally. That's why it's
0: called stiff Socks. Hey, plug it.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, why is one of the search does Trevor Wallace have a sister? What the fuck? <laughs> How much money does Trevor Wallace make? Does he have a sister? Is he in a movie? Do you have a sister? I do, but it's not who the internet says it is. What?
1: Who do they say it is?
0: Son of Don Wallace. Click that again. Don Wallace and Maria Page. Nope. Has a brother, Ethan? Nope, not true.
1: Wait, really? All no. They said, my, they said
0: my name was Susan. Really? <laughs> Dude, anybody can put anything on the internet. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Every time I Google my own name, it says I'm from a different state. Florida? No.
2: <laughs> they always get, they have like, my ethnicity is almost right, and then it is right. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, but our podcast is just another comedian, Michael Blauson and I, and we just kind of just riff back and forth there's no like tone it's just like just fun how long have you been doing it like four years you oh, like yes. it love it it's great i mean it's honestly just like it's it's like something i look forward to i think it's fun we didn't start out as a guest podcast but we we're having more and more guests so i'd love to have you guys on but um it's just it's like fun it's you know so much of the work week is like email edit right shoot blah, you know and then this is you're just sitting out talking for an hour it's just it's fun because i genuinely enjoy the people that i do it with I love that. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're doing really, really well, dude. Like, I've been Thanks, watching
2: man. you from afar, and uh, I always tell Enrique about you. Yeah. I always, I, I, I'm i just, I'm a fan and a friend, but mostly a fan. I love what you're oh, doing. Nice. Thank you. I love watching you on stage whenever you're performing. I'll go, I'll come out of the back room just really? to, to watch you. Yeah. You're, you're excellent, dude. I, I'm telling anybody who's who's watching this podcast, please go watch Trevor Wallace. Do you have, any, you have a tour I, right now? Yeah,
0: I got tour dates to warm up for the special. So, um, yeah, I got San Jose coming up, uh, Connecticut. Uh, San Diego Long Beach Los Angeles I'm missing one Tempe 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 Tempe! When's Tempe July 6th to the 8th
2: I'll come I'll come watch July. Yeah come by
0: It'll be fun man I'll get you If you want to do some time Do it I'll come I'll do it you, you do some time on that do, I'll do I'll open up for you oh yeah dude let's do it A bomb so that way like I'll fuck <laughs> your whole crowd up no 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 no, no. but yeah then we're <laughs> filming the special in Austin tickets are on sale now first show sold out we just had a second show and that's all trevorwalscommoner.com and that is July 15th that's all I really wanted to plug um, amazing yes thanks for having me I'm thank keeping so the mason much. jars <laughs> Let's
1: go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> dude thank you so much for coming on thank you it was a great time thank you thank you cool